already, y'all. I ain't, I ain't. <laughs> Yeah, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy Rob, host of From My Experience Podcast, back with another episode. I'm very proud and very happy. Let me cue up the round of applause. We have unveiled the new logo, different look, same great content. Just wanted to go for a more mature look. Uh, and a look that just reflected where the podcast is today. You know what I'm saying? Very proud. You know, it took a very long time to get this done. I had to make sure it was right because it's my face. I mean, my face is on the last one, but, you know, it's really my face. So, um, yeah, I know I've been talking about it for a while. So thank those of you who are praying for me behind the scenes. It's here. The new logo is here. If you haven't seen it, check out our Instagram, FME underscore podcast. It is there. It is there. FMEpodcast.com. Coming back soon. Coming back soon. Got a couple little tweaks to make. Hopefully, it'll be back up this weekend. Oh, man. But how y'all doing out there, though, man? Y'all feeling all right? Are you feeling good? How's life? How's life treating you? Is it treating you okay? Are you promoting positivity? You know what I'm saying? Are you taking care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially? I know I am. Ha! New things on the horizon. New things on the horizon. New things on the horizon, man. You know what I'm saying? That's where we at today. And that's why we acting brand new. New logo, new episode, new story, new opportunities. That's how we do, man. But I really hope y'all are feeling all right. I hope y'all are promoting positivity on a serious note, man. Listen, y'all know how I do. I ain't gonna keep y'all on, but I gotta touch on some things. And we acting brand new is a topic for a specific reason because that's what we doing out here in these streets we acting brand new like like we don't know but i guess i guess we all need a reminder sometimes huh stuff up you really can't trust me I've tried can't make it up forewarning I'm still messing around with the artwork for each individual episode I haven't made a final decision on that yet yo but you know I'm one of those people this is one of the reasons why I personally don't fool with graphic design heavily unless I have to, unless I'm doing something. It's because I get indecisive, bro. Like, this 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 new logo took so long. And it wasn't my artist's fault. fault. Um, they did a freaking great job putting up with me getting this stuff together. And, yeah, you know. Um, shout out to the 22nd letter. Check out the 22nd letter. On Instagram, that is who is actually. They did all of my logos. And shout out to my brother Colin Myers. He did the logo for my LLC, Complete Vision Entertainment, which is now Complete Vision Solutions. And the twenty second letter, twenty second man. Um, they did the logo for my gaming company, Thumb Thrasher Gaming. They did the logo for From My Experience Podcast originally, and the updated logo. So. 
I really dig it. But y'all, okay. I, <coughs> why we acting brand new, man? <sighs> Headlines. Uh, yo, what's happening in the world, yo? I'm going to focus on three and a half, well, really two and a half things. And I don't want to have a deep, deep, deep conversation about them. But um, I got audio, actually. Uh, I told y'all I'm trying to do new things. So first up. Did this woman fake winning the $1 billion Powerball jackpot? So, just... Oh, Lord have mercy. I, I, just, 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 yeah. This is coming from KTLA5, straight off their website, man. Just, just listen to this and... Yeah, 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 just, yeah. Just, just listen. Come with emotion. Does she hold the winning Powerball ticket worth more than one? Come with emotion. Does she? My apologies. See, this is why. Hold on, y'all. I got a little technical issue. I'm trying to get the time at the beginning. Uh, there we go. All right. All right. Close enough. Got dodged. Darn it. Okay. Why is this woman overcome with emotion? Does she hold the winning Powerball ticket worth more than one billion dollars? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk to you for just a second? Hey, wait a second. Hang on. We got to talk. Honey, I can't. I'm scared. Are you sure? Are you sure? Whatever the case, the California lottery says it won't know the winner until that person comes forward to claim the prize. We do know the magical piece of paper was sold at Las Palmitas Mini Market in downtown Los Angeles. The owners are also winners, set to receive a bonus of $1 million from the state lottery. Oh, a little vacation. A little vacation. <laughs> and when we see the cameras and see a lot of news here, I was like, oh my God, what's going on that side? So that's when we realized that it was true, you know? That's the bonus that they win just for selling the winning ticket. All right, so uh, where's my music? So what had happened was... <laughs> A young lady went to the store crying, um, and she hugged the people in the store, and she ran off. She claims that she has the winning Powerball jackpot ticket, but um, Sarah Palacios, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, the granddaughter of 52-year-old Nabor Herrera, who co-owns the store, told the UK-based outlet, uk Bay. oh, they were telling this to the Daily News. Um, that the woman who appeared to be celebrating and thanking people is not the real winner. She didn't win. Quote, this is a quote. She didn't win. I'm not sure why she did that. I guess she just wanted to be on TV, Palacios told the Daily Mail. We don't know who the winner is yet. They still haven't come forward. So what happens in California, apparently, there is a vetting process for when you win a lottery. And it can take up to two months to actually get the prize. Um, and it goes on further to say that they didn't even recognize her. You know, sometimes you at a corner store. I mean, obviously you ain't gonna know everybody, but you start to get regulars and stuff like that. So, uh, I don't know if that was a cry for attention. I don't know if she's the actual winner, but I just thought that was a crazy way to kind of go about revealing the winner of that. Whoo, this one. All right. These next two stories really cause some heat, man. And I'm gonna just go over these. So... Rapper Real Boston Richie has a song called Send a Blitz. 
and he shot an unauthorized music video in the locker room at Florida A&M with some of the football players. Yeah, that didn't go over well. So take a listen to this. Florida A&M University football head coach Willie Simmons. I could never go on vacation running my renovation. And of course, when I'm trying to do my podcast, there's an ad running. Oh my goodness, y'all. Why y'all can't let me breathe? Let me live. Let me live, okay? Yeesh. Sorry about that. Here we go. University football head coach Willie Simmons is suspending all football-related activities until further notice. An unauthorized rap video was filmed inside the football locker room. The video contained graphic language, and the prominent rapper was wearing Florida A&M licensed apparel. Head coach Willie Simmons released a statement in part saying, quote, although I am a proud proponent of free speech and support all forms of musical expressions, this football team has a responsibility to protect the university's image. Well, Coach Simmons continues to say, quote, it is a privilege to wear the orange and green. And as a football program, our young men have failed to live up to the standard set before us. Well, the Southwestern Athletic Conference is also hosting Media Day in Birmingham, Alabama this week. Florida A&M University. So here's, here's an update on that. Really? These ads. Here's an update on that situation I'm going to play now. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll give y'all a little context, and then that's that's going to be something I talk about on the show. But here's one of the latest updates. Conference is also hosting Media Day in Birmingham, Alabama this week. Florida A&M University spoke today. A big topic of conversation surrounding the Rattlers was the team's suspension after an unauthorized rap video was filmed in the players' locker room. Just a few days later, FAMU's athletic director listed, lifted the ban on football activities. Well, today, head coach Willie Simmons didn't have much to say about the ongoing investigation. The IAD released a statement yesterday uh, about you know, internal investigation. And other than that, you know, our guys, that's, that's out of our hands at this point. So our guys are focused on the season, and uh, we're ready to go. All right, so that's where that is. The suspension has been lifted so they can practice, and the university is going to continue to investigate the situation. Peace, prayers, and blessings to all involved. There's a lot of heat about that on social media, and it goes back. Shout out to my girl, Yolanda Gorman, on Frank Factualities Podcast. If you have not listened to Frank Factualities, check out Frank Factualities. We talked about how... Um, how there's kind of like this clash between like the younger generation and the older generation about tradition and how things are done and freedom of speech and how everybody wants to be celebrated and everybody just kind of wants to do what they want to do throwing tradition and stuff like that out the window and i'm not saying that's the case here because i'm going to talk about that a little bit more in depth because i went to an hbcu so i kind of i'm familiar with how my campus was run and I'm going to break some things down there. But some people were really upset about that. Um, and there were a lot of comments like, well, what's wrong? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. All right. So the other thing I'm going to have to talk about, man, Carly Russell, the young lady from Hoover, Alabama. Uh, she was the one who a few days ago or past weekend called the police and said that she saw a toddler walking on the side of the highway and she as she was on the phone police heard a noise and then there were silence and she disappeared for almost two full days wait yeah a little over two days and just popped up back home 
and a lot of people were jumping out the window and I, like y'all know those of you who follow the show I don't hop right on the train when it comes to that I save my opinion for when all the facts come, come out about a situation and I'm gonna just give y'all the facts I'll be down my finger slipped I promise I, I just this situation. I'm sorry. Before I hit the, the play button, um, this 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 this. Well, first of all, um, the news for Jax is where I got the FAMU football story. So let me make sure I cite my sources. Um, and the Carly Russell. This source is WVTM 13, NBC station. Man, um, this was disheartening for a few reasons. And finding these results is disheartening for a few reasons. If you're triggered by this, I wanted to give you a trigger warning before I hit play. Um, so if you don't want to hear this, you know, please don't listen. But it, it's it's bad. So, all right. I just wanted to preface that and make sure I cite my sources. Our top story this half hour, Hoover Police providing an update in the Carly Russell investigation. The 25-year-old disappeared earlier this month for more than 48 hours. Remember, that's after calling 911 reportedly, uh, reporting that she saw a baby walking along the side of I-459. Yeah, we learned uh, all that information is true that she once gave out. Our WVTM 13's Lisa Crane has been following the story closely and has the very latest on the police investigation. Lisa. Yeah, what we learned just a couple of minutes ago, Brittany and Ian, is that all those facts that we were working on about a week ago, the fact that there was a baby possibly walking on the side of 459 alone, that Carly Russell might have been abducted by someone with orange hair and a bald spot. Well, we know now all those facts were in fact made up, not true. Story by Carly Russell. She released a statement today that police told us today they were supposed to meet with Carly Russell's family. At the last minute, that changed to her attorney and then came a statement from her attorney. Let's Listen to that now. My client has given me permission to make the following statement on her behalf. There was no kidnapping on Thursday, July 9th, 13th, 2023. My client did not see a baby on the side of the road. My client did not leave the Hoover area when she was identified as a missing person. My client did not have any help in this incident but this was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or any hotel with anyone from the time she was missing. My client apologizes for her actions to this community, the volunteers who were searching for her, to the Hoover Police Department and other agencies as well, as to her friends and family. We ask for your prayers for Carly as she addresses her issues and attempts to move forward, understanding that she made a mistake in this matter Carly, again, ask for your forgiveness and prayers. So you heard it there, the statement from Carly Russell's attorney. Of course, you heard him say, according to the attorney, that Carly didn't have any help with this. She acted alone. But the question is, where was she for those 49 hours? She said she stayed in Hoover the entire time and no one helped her. So where was she for those 49 hours? Where did she sleep? Where did she stay? How did she leave that area where she abandoned her uh, red Mercedes sedan? Now, a lot of questions left unanswered. We also asked about potential charges and the chief told us they're looking into that. Prosecutors looking into what charges could be filed against her and then they'll decide whether those charges will be filed. 
Those are your headlines, and y'all know how the saying goes. Uh, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Whoo, y'all, man, okay. We acting brand new. 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 I titled this episode that... One, because we got a new logo, a fresh new look, right? <laughs> and two, I was actually going to talk about something else. And this episode was supposed to come out last week. But stuff just kept rolling out and my mindset shifted. And I just wanted to talk about these things, man. Um, I know I skipped over the Kiki Palmer situation. But all four of these situations scream something that scares the piss out of me. And that is... And these are just based off of the facts that I have that have been reported thus far. I don't know any these people, any of these people. I've not done any extensive research. But it's either cries for attention or cries for help happening in these stories is what I see. Um, and I came to that conclusion based on where I am in life today. Younger Rob would have been right along with y'all on social media, cracking jokes, you know, angry, outraged, yada, 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 so on and so forth. But... I can't act brand new anymore. Like, this is a shock. People have been doing stuff like this for years. The lottery winner thing, we don't know if that's true or not, but I don't know what you get. If it isn't, if it is true that she's not the winner, I don't know what you get out of showing up and acting like you won a billion dollars on TV for about five and a half seconds. And I mean, no insult to her at all. It wasn't like, she had on this crazy outfit or was advertising her business. Like there was no, I couldn't see a hidden agenda, hidden agenda. And you saw her face for about five or six seconds and then she was out of there. So if she's not the winner, I have no idea the reason behind that other than you wanted some type of attention. Who knows? But if that's it, that screams mental health to me. <sighs> okay, so just to get into the episode, I'm, I'm going to end... I'm going to end on the Kiki Palmer situation with her boyfriend. Uh, I am going to touch on that. Um, Just because I've had a lot of behind closed doors conversations about it. And uh, I'm just going to surmise that. I'm just going to actually give a piece of advice. And his name is Darius Jackson. It's her boyfriend. So. Okay. First up, Florida A&M University, guys. Yo, again, this younger generation. So, again, from the headlines, they shot an unauthorized music video in a university facility, that being a locker room slash weight room. And this rapper is talking about, the song is called Send a Blitz, and he's talking about smashing hoes and other things in this song. Very explicit lyrics. Yes, we are black, and we love hip-hop. Okay, Uh, but everything that we love does not represent everything that we do and everything that who we doesn't represent who we all are. Okay, like I don't blend every single thing that I love to do into every aspect of my life. When I was selling real estate, I wasn't talking to people about my podcast. When I was selling real estate, I wasn't showing people my gaming videos. When I was selling real estate, I wasn't telling people any personal or private business or exposing any of my personal activities. 
It is a business. My business needs to be represented a certain way so I can maintain clientele and maintain my business moving forward. What I choose to indulge in personally or what I choose to indulge in for entertainment is my business is not for everyone to see. But once you put it out there for everyone to see, you now open the door for everyone's opinions. Here is the problem with what happened with the music video thing. Take hip hop out of it. Pick any genre. Heck, they could have been playing checkers and unos. Number one, HBCUs are heavily underfunded. Okay? Heavily. Sorry. HBCUs are heavily underfunded. That's number one. Okay? It's like every, everything wants to happen today when I'm trying to court. HBCUs are heavily underfunded and they depend on money from. Outside vendors, whether it's an organization, um, if they're state funded, they get money from the state. Some schools are private, so they only get it from outside organizations and the alumni, the people who have graduated. These institutions are hundreds of years old in some cases, or hundred or more years old in some cases. And they have standards and traditions that they live by. It is a place of higher education. It is a place you are choosing to pay to attend. It's not like you're doing them a favor by going there. You chose to attend that school at all these schools and you are paying for a higher education and a certain type of experience. The reputation of your school matters and is highly important to you and to the school. It can help determine what entities they can attract to receive funding and support and partnerships. Same thing with the alumni. Just like in life, when a restaurant or organization does something crazy or says something you don't like or something you don't agree with on the news or on TV and you hear about it, you stop supporting them. You don't shop there anymore. You don't give them your money. I've done the same thing and I do the same thing. So when you take something like a university, which depends heavily on the money that is given to it, not just the tuition from the students, because some people got it twisted and think, oh, all the tuition pays for everything. It doesn't. Um, their reputation matters. OK, so when you damage or potentially have a negative impact on the school's reputation and you're doing something with the school colors on on the school property that does not represent the core values of that school and you put it out to the public, you are sending a message to the sponsors and to the alumni. Now you're leaving it up to their interpretation when it comes to, are we going to give to the school? Do we want to partner with them? Do we want to associate ourselves with them? That's number one. So yes, that is a big problem. And y'all are undergrads. Y'all aren't giving any money to the school. Yes, you play on a football team. And yes, that brings attention and it brings money to the athletic department but not the entire school. And you know what? That's number that's number two. Number one, and I can't speak for every university, but I'm quite sure it goes this way. When I was in school, shout out to the Claflin University. I love y'all. Whenever you wanted to use a building or a room in a building for a use other than going to class, you had to fill out a requisition and get permission. Why? Because people like to sue and they want to make sure you are safe and doing things you should be doing on a school campus. So if anything happens, 
in one of these buildings at one of these times or that you have reserved, they can know who was there, what time they started, what time they ended, and what they were supposed to be doing. God forbid something negative happens. They have the information. They have the information and the appropriate parties can be held liable. Okay? You can't just have people out here willy-nilly all on your campus using buildings for whatever they want. That No. No. So I think that was probably the larger issue was the fact that you are using this facility in an unauthorized manner. And I can only speak from when I was in high school, but I know in high school at certain points in time, you couldn't even practice football or do anything sports related until a certain time or you would have penalties levied upon you too. So am I air conditioning keeps kicking on? Y'all promise like everything that I try to avoid while I'm recording the podcast is happening. Air conditioning going off, phone going off, ads popping up in the videos I'm trying to play for the headlines. <sighs> it's frustrating, but I ain't glad I'm brand new about it because I'm used to this. But yeah, so liability needs to be held and that's that's a, a safety thing for the students. So when you run up in a building and you record a rap video unauthorized even again it could have been anything y'all could have been playing checkers y'all could have been playing xbox y'all could have been playing tag y'all could have just been in there eating cheese sandwiches and not saying a word if you're not supposed to be in there and you have not requisitioned that area for use you shouldn't be in there that's the point i'm making a lot of people are trying to make it a black and white thing and a hip-hop thing no let me tell you this is coming from someone who went to an hbcu who went to a college you can't just run like that's that's the problem people think when they pay for a service it entitles them to everything and i'm not speaking on those kids at school i'm talking about the people in the comments just because you pay to go to a college or university does not entitle you to walk around campus and do whatever the heck you want to do that's not how it works you are paying for a higher education to get your degree so that you can go move into a professional field you're paying to be educated that does come with some perks and benefits but there are rules and standards in place so before you decide to do that perhaps you should scroll through the school's website and read about the school and ask questions it does not mean oh i can just run up in here and do that and i don't know why everybody thinks that like y'all go to walmart and target and y'all pay for groceries but y'all don't run up in there and do crazy stuff so it makes you think you can do it on the college campus and we have to stop making excuses for these young people older kids older young yo this stuff is wild and it's costing money and it's having long-term effects and impact like, it's not just a simple thing all the time, man. And I, again, I don't know if it's attention-seeking behavior. I don't know what went into that. I'm pretty sure they knew they weren't supposed to be doing that. <laughs> like, I really doubt that they didn't know that they weren't supposed to be doing that. So, that those are the problems. For those of you who were saying, oh, what's the problem with that? I don't see what they did wrong. That's what's wrong. There's a lot of liability involved. The reputation of the school has now been impacted by this and this is not the type of coverage that you want this is not the type of publicity that you want for your program when you are constantly calling people and soliciting for funds to keep your school running this what y'all doing because what it looks like is dang y'all say y'all need money but you got rappers but y'all shoot music music videos because there's no context you know there's no context nobody does any research anymore they see it they make an assumption and then they make a decision so yes it's a problem and for those of you who say, oh, well, I don't get it. It's a contradiction. They'll turn around and book him for homecoming. Homecoming is centered around a few things. One, getting the alumni 
the people who helped the university run before you got there, bringing them back and showing them love and showing them, you know, hey, this is what the campus is like now. This is what the school is like now. Here's some of the new stuff we've done. Here are some thank yous and congratulations for what y'all contributed and to provide entertainment for the old, for the alumni and the current undergraduates. So yes, they do things more catered to you at homecoming because it is a, an event centered around entertainment and fundraising and people reminiscing. That's very different than a regular day you shoot music videos. That's two totally different things and it's not a contradiction. It's not a contradiction. And people understand the difference between booking someone for an entertainment event and saying, hey, use our school and our facility and wear our paraphernalia and rap in our locker room and shoot a music video that is going to go out to the world. Two totally different things. It's not a contradiction. So with that being said, I'm going to move on to the next thing. Carly Russell. Yo, I, like, there's just been, <clears throat> again, at, 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 at this stage in my life, man, honestly, it screamed, like, I was pissed because, one, I'm sharing the story and stuff like that, and black women have gone missing, and it's been unnoticed and overshadowed for a long time, and it's not talked about, it's rarely covered in major news, okay? It's rarely covered, so... When you have an issue like that in your community and then it you what you think is happening again and it does get coverage, it gives people hope. There are people out there who have lost people who their child is missing and they feel like nobody cares. But here you go. You pop up and you're missing. And it's like, oh, wow, this is finally getting coverage. Maybe this will bring more attention to the situation. And it turns out you crying wolf or you faking it makes the entire culture and community look bad. I'm not trying to put that weight on this young lady's shoulders, but we have to be real with ourselves. Let's not act brand new. We know that people will base what they think and feel about a culture off of just a few instances, their personal instances. So when something like this is national news, you are a black woman on national news faking a kidnapping. And I've said this before on this podcast, you represent the culture, whether you want to or not, whether you want to be a spokesperson for the culture or not. People look at you and see a black woman, just like when people look at me, they see a black man. So what I do and say and the actions I carry on with can have an impact on the way people view black people. If I am their only experience with a black man, just like if she's an experience with a black woman, that's just the way it is, y'all. And I'm not saying... You got to be holier than thou and all that, but that's just real. And for her to do that, you know, again, for me, it screamed mental health issue. What in the world would possess you to kidnap or fake your own kidnapping? What is happening in your life? She's a college educated girl, divine nine, you know, not saying her life is perfect. Um, and it's been reported she comes from a, a good middle class, a middle class family. And I mean, that doesn't mean you know, her life is perfect or, you know, she doesn't have problems. But to me, it says, what went through your mind when you sat and thought to yourself, I'm going to fake my own kidnapping, disappear for a couple of days and pop up home and, and just tell this story. What were you looking to get out of this? And did you think about the, the, the consequences if you were to get caught? Did you for one second think about, 
how many black women are currently missing who don't get national coverage, who've never been found, how that's an insult to them and their memory and their current family members who are mourning and missing them and still looking for them to this day. You didn't think about none of that. You're only thinking about getting whatever it is you were trying to get out of the situation by faking your own kidnapping. And to me, again, that screams mental health issues and attention seeking. And attention and just just like the, the, the football players I spoke on, man, this attention seeking behavior and these younger people doing some of these wild things. And I'm not bashing all young people. All of y'all aren't crazy or bad or none of that. You know, there's a mix of everything and every age group. This is just what's being highlighted and put in our face. And, you know, maybe the narrative is incorrect. But we acting brand new, man. And I, I just... My brain can't can't comprehend why some of these things are taking place and why there's no no thought of consequence. Or when there is a consequence, people are mad that there's a consequence. People are mad that they're being held accountable for decisions that they make. Like Carly Russell sent her lawyer up there and apologized and asked for prayers. Ma'am, what's going on? <laughs> like, you, you, you've insulted an entire community of people. And you've upset and you brought up so many feelings with so many people. And I, I just don't know how... I, it's going to be interesting. Well, I will never know. But I just wonder where her life is going to be like from now on. To be known, to have that attached to you when you try to get a job or move out here professionally or anything. And now you might catch charges. Who want to catch Who want to be locked up saying, you know, I got locked up because I faked my own kidnapping? Huh? It's wild, man, but I'll leave y'all this. I'll leave y'all this. I'm not going to talk on the Kiki Palmer thing. I changed my mind because it's old and he should have just left it off the internet. I might have already talked about this. I don't know. But I'll leave y'all with this, man. Um, These stories this week, they upset me. But they also scared me a bit because we acting brand new like people haven't been doing this. People of all cultures haven't been doing this. And I honestly feel like in situations like these, when people do these outlandish things, um, and even some of these smaller situations, I would really like to see more mental health professionals involved and get these people psych evaluations. Like, I feel like psych evaluations need to start being a bit more mandatory when people do certain type of things, especially when it comes to like attention what seems to be attention seeking behavior because i'm not a doctor i'm not diagnosing again i'm just basing this off of what i've read and what i've seen thus far something is going on in your life (laughs) like something got to be going on in your life or something is going on with you mentally for you to think you can do these things and get away with it as far as fam you prayerfully that gets resolved and those young men can move forward because i mean first of all Playing football on a college level is a huge privilege. Uh, As a former teacher, a lot of my kids aspire to do that. And I've had to really sell my kids on plan B, meaning a backup plan to if that doesn't work. And we calculated how many middle schools were in the world and how many middle schools have a football, not in the world, but in, in America, and how many middle schools have a football team. 
and how many high schools there are and how many high schools have a football team and how many colleges there are and how many colleges have a football team. And then we looked at the NFL and looked at how many slots were in the NFL. And the numbers do not favor anybody who wants to play a professional sport, okay? They don't favor you. It's even worse in the NBA because there's only so many. I think the NBA team can only have like 12 or 15 or something like that. And I've had to let them know that if you are lucky enough and blessed enough and talented enough to make it, you want to take advantage of it. So you gentlemen at Florida A&M, I pray that everything turns out okay and you know nobody gets any serious trouble, nobody loses their scholarship over this because you have a golden opportunity. There are thousands, if not tens of thousands of kids across the country in high school that are wishing they could be in your position or wishing they could play for your program. And you got that spot, and this is what you choose to do. Now you could potentially lose it all or potentially get suspended. And again, as I said earlier, your reputation matters. What NFL team, and let's be 100, we know how the NFL is. There's some problems. There's some issues with race and stuff like that already. NFL teams do not want problematic players at all. They don't want rebellious players at all. They have shown that they will get rid of you. Especially if you're black. Sometimes they cover some some crazy stuff up over the money, but nobody wants that. NFL, NBA, pick a sport. Hell, pick a career. Nobody wants problematic people. Nobody wants to look at you and see potential problems. That don't that don't excite them when it comes to writing them a check. Ah, oh, you already problematic and you, you ain't even got money like that. What's gonna happen when I give you the fame and the platform and the money? Like, you got to think ahead. And we have seen so many young people lose scholarships over stuff that they have posted and done on the internet. And I, and I think, you know, again, to the younger generation, just think, man, for real. Think outside of your bubble. People exist outside of your bubble. The content, and I get it because I was young and I was listening to it, but I had discretion. Like, I listened to D-Block, Nas, State Property. Like, I listened to some hardcore hip-hop music. But it was in my headphones. It was in my car. I wasn't walking down the street rapping lyrics. I wasn't sitting in the store rapping lyrics. Because I know what the lyrics sound like and what they mean and how offensive the language can be. Right? And yes, I understand freedom of speech. But that doesn't mean that I need to exercise my freedom of speech to a point to where... I am potentially making someone uncomfortable with that type of content. If I know it's vulgar, vulgar, vulgar language and stuff like that, I don't need to be bumping that and, and forcing that on the other people. Like, oh, what's the problem? Like, it's a problem. Like, you, you that's, that's not something you want to force on others. So think about what you're doing when you do that. You're wearing your school colors. You're in your school locker room. You're a representative of the school, and this is what you put out. Like, you got to think, like, how is this going to be perceived? You are not in control. Y'all don't own the school. And that goes with, again, not just them, anybody in life. You got to think about what you're projecting and what you're putting out there. It's going to have an impact, man. I can't tell you how many times I've been in the store or something, and, like, it's typically typically a younger person. And, again, it's not all of y'all, some Maybe a small percentage. This is just one man in one city working. Saw someone at a re- someone was at the register, self checkout, just standing there, 
had his phone out playing music, cussing, vile. I mean, just crazy lyrics coming out. I'm like, yo, this person is at work playing this type of music, completely oblivious to the fact that customers are in here, children are in here, old folks, young folks, whatever, are in here buying their groceries. You are on the clock out in the open with your phone out playing this type of music. And then you wonder why the reputation of some of these businesses are in the toilet. It's because of the people you hire and the way they conduct themselves. And it seems like there's just no standards. I ain't even going to call them out. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get the mentality. I don't get the mindset. I don't get the level of numbness. It just They just seem to be numb, some of these people. Again, not all, because I love the youth. Y'all are the future. Y'all do great, beautiful, wonderful things. Y'all are innovating in technology. Y'all are expressing yourselves artistically and not afraid to take leaps and bounds like my generation was because of our generational curses and things like that. Y'all are beautiful and y'all doing some great things. Um, people, young people like Ralph Y'all, who I was talking about, the young man who got shot in the head, you know, by a a racist old white man from ringing the wrong doorbell. But now he's advocating, you know, what I'm saying for different communities and things like that. So. There's definitely a balance there, but we got to please just tighten up, y'all. Please just tighten up. That's that's all I got for y'all, man. Um, whew. It's been a lot, man, but we got to stop acting brand new. We got to stop acting shocked and surprised and let's take some action. Let's take some responsibilities for our actions. Like look and see what the results have been for other people who decide to do what you're going to do or what you're thinking about doing. Please don't don't trick yourself into thinking you're not going to be the one to get caught. That's setting yourself up for failure. I just want to encourage you to do one thing, man. Use your voice. Use your voice and speak out. Use your voice and speak out. Use your voice and speak out. I'm continuing to see black men speak out and express themselves, and I love it. Continue to use your voice. Encourage one another to use your voice. And also listen to one another. Like, really listen to one another, man, and pour into one another. Like, brothers, we are highly important. We are highly needed. And we are not visible enough. I wish that we were. But I do love the fact, and I can say this for sure. When I scroll through my timeline, I see way more positive black men and images of black men and conversations of black men than I do negative. And that's because a lot of brothers are speaking out. A lot of sisters are speaking out on our behalf because we know that sometimes, well, not sometimes, people like to overinflate and project and put out and promote the negative side of our culture, the negative side of black men. And they try to cover up and bury the positive side. Like, shout out and I'll shout them out all day. Earn your leisure, man. Those gentlemen out there spreading financial awareness to the black community. Three black brothers really out there doing their thing. Always doing workshops. Always growing bigger and better events. Always having influential people on their platform and sharing the knowledge. I really appreciate y'all. Those are some of the people that I see out here doing their thing, man. So let's add on to that momentum and be positive and use our voices, all right?
That's all I got for y'all today, man. I really love y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with your boy. We're in another phase of podcasting. I went from a relationship podcast to a open topic podcast from my experience podcast. And now we're here with the rebrand. And we brand new, man. And I love doing this. I love promoting positivity. I love giving words of encouragement to people. And I love just sharing my perspective on things. I'm not a hater. I don't hate nobody. I love y'all and I want to see us do better out here. So I'm shedding light on situations and things that I hear and see and share my experiences. Like I said, yo, younger Rob probably would have been in the comments talking trash too, condemning people too. But I've grown and matured to understand that we are dynamic people, man, and we go through things. And sometimes our reaction to what we're going through isn't always healthy and isn't always good for us. And sometimes we take it too far and we got to face consequences for our actions. But I'll encourage y'all once again, think before you act. Until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We'll catch you next time. Peace.